Thank you for joining in these, our wild endeavors. This is a prelude to the story of the Wayward Sons. Two days after his visit to Arthmore's aqueduct, Raphael walks the streets of Praham. The city is one of Arya's brightest gems. It is a monument of shining marble to all the good things civilizations can achieve. It did him good to see. Watching the people walk by, especially the humans, Raphael thinks, They can do more than destroy. They can make beautiful things if they are given the chance. After a scenic stroll through several districts, Raphael made his way to the Sleeping Colossus Tavern. The common room is light stone and dark woods. There are plenty of patrons, but the room doesn't feel crowded or loud with conversation. The vibe is mellow. Bluish light from floating orbs around the room casts gently about while leaving plenty of shadowy areas. In one such dark corner, Raphael sees the person he came to meet. Sephirio is felt, even for an elf. His long silver hair falls very neatly down just past his shoulders. A thin silver half-circlet around his temples keeps the hair from his face. His tunic and trousers are a green so dark it almost looks black. He is as mellow and quiet as the common room. Seferio gestures to a seat across from him at a small round table. There is only one other chair at the table. It is empty. Raphael glances around the room, eyes darting from patron to patron. Seferio seems to have guessed what Raphael is thinking. Do not worry. It is safe to talk here. There are all our people. Raphael sits, his face showing that he's not totally convinced. As a precaution, he thumbs a metal rose on his lapel. Its magic would keep their conversation from getting farther than a couple feet from the table. Seferio half shrugs, clearly used to the heightened level of caution. Tell me of your rogue agent. Featherly, was it? Featherstone. <laughs> yes, we've located him. He's holed up in Harbridge. And did he cause any problems with the shipments? No. No, he got cold feet after the final one came in. Everything is safe in the Soaring Rock Trading Company. And you can ensure this Featherstone won't become a problem. Yes. We can get to him. Harbor's security is decent, but it relies heavily on the reputation of Bato Cyprus to protect its clients. I know that name. Isn't she a member of the Twelve Tables? Seferio nods. She is one of the most powerful and feared judges in the Primarchy, and she is running a hotel for criminals. It's her son's place. It's a long story. What's important is Featherstone vastly overestimates the protection this man-child offers. Speaking of troublesome kids, tell me of these wayward sons. 
They still search for the legendary Crucius. They still intend to use them on the Gesh. They have found more? They have three. Baharoth, Emahir, and Fanroth. Though Emahir has been drained of its life song and is little more than a pretty spear. But they are in the Feywild now, hoping to find the great bow Isurandil among the riders of the Wild Hunt. And we have Minarindil and Kavorlev. And you claim to know where Niatofola is, but you have not retrieved it from the King of Cups. So they have two and a lead on one. And we have two and a lead on one. Do not worry about the King of Cups. Plans are already in the motion. We will have those gauntlets soon enough. <laughs> we will see. And what are the final two? Do you have plans for them as well? I'm going to let the Wayward Sons find them. They have proven far more adept at finding the Crucius than our best hunters. I believe they will find Terranol and Mephael. While they do so, our preparations can continue. <laughs> then what? Sweet talk them into handing over the most powerful artifacts in Arya? You still think you can convince the Wayward Sons to join the Eternal Watch? You know, there are some in the Watch who are worried that you would put too much stock into those cell swords. There are rumblings that you might be losing sight on our purpose. Raphael knew that the vast majority of Eternal Watch agents knew nothing of each other. They had one handler, who they didn't know, and one other agent for whom they acted as handler. That way, if an agent was ever compromised, they could only give away one other name. It made communication through the organization slow, as the information had to travel down long chains of individual contacts. For almost 3,000 years, though, slow had not been a problem for the Watch. Little had happened that required them to act swiftly. Now, though, things had changed dramatically. The not-at-all-veiled implication of Safario's comment was that the leadership, other agents at the same level as Safario and Raphael, were unhappy and talking. Maybe a good idea to remind them of your plan. Should the Wayward Sons refuse to join, we'll destroy them. Take the Crucius and destroy them as well. That is still your plan, is it not? Yes. Good, because we swore to protect this land, and the land beyond the Shroud from the Crucius. If you let our enemies gather the Crucius up, you best be ready to crush them with impunity. Raphael puts his arm on the table, palm up. He pulls back his sleeve to reveal a burn scar encircling his forearm. The scar looks like bands of ivy wrapping several times around his arm. You do not need to remind me of our mission, Sefario. I bear the mark. The Gesh speak to me. The Gesh chose me to carry out their will. Sefario is quiet for a time and then slowly nods. Of course, Raphael. Our watch is eternal. I will do my part. Raphael replaces his sleeve and slowly stands. Take care of Featherstone. 
quickly and keep the glutton safe. With another exchange of nods between the two, Raphael leaves the common room. Seferio sits quietly for a while, deep in thought. Finally, without his expression changing, he says, You are right to bring me into this. There is something off about him. I'm afraid he may have been compromised. A small grunting noise comes from the chair to Safario's right. <clears throat> then a figure slowly materializes as an invisibility spell fades away. The masculine human is bald and looks like he has never smiled in his life. He wears a leather vest with no shirt. Both of his arms are adorned with tattoos of mighty oak trees. The top boughs stretch upward, just brushing his shoulders. The trunk is thick down past the elbow and forearm, before it splits into roots that run down his hands and all the way to each of his fingertips. Tell me, Chiron, you are close with him. You've been a second command since you were hardly more than a child. If he strays, if he is truly lost, do you have what it takes to deal with him? Him, the wayward sons, and anyone who threatens Arya. Safario seems pleased. This is just the beginning of the beginning of the story of the Wayward Sons. Join us every Wednesday as we relate more of their tale. In the meantime, take care of yourself. We want you at your best for all the adventures in your life and so that you can join us for future wild endeavors.